Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. This episode is sponsored by the good people at Lalo Tactical for the very best in shoes and boots. And guys, this is stuff I wear every damn day of my life. Joe, you're on the Lalo train too. Oh yeah. Um, go to Lalo.com, L-A-L-O.com. Order yourself a pair of Maximus shoes. Use the code Maximus20 uh, for a gift from us to you. And also Nidar Performance, uh, best whey protein on the planet. Uh, Joe, you know their catchphrase, no clumps, no gas, no sawdust. Right. There's a there's a serving of BCAAs in every serving, uh, a full helping of glutamine, mixes in four ounces of water. Uh, it really is good stuff. And the first protein powder I can say 100% that I can really get behind. Use the code Maximus Podcast for 20% off. So we are here, Joe, to talk about complaints. Yes. Now, I know we did complaints last week, uh, but I called you. Actually, I shouldn't say we even talked about complaints last week. We talked about the narrative. Yes. And how people can look at uh, different things in their life from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. But I feel as I listen to that podcast, and I want to make this clear, I don't listen to a lot of the podcasts that we record. Um, there's something about hearing my voice that I don't really like. <laughs> uh, and, and this is actually common actors do this. They won't watch their own movies. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I also, Joe, you know, frankly, I trust you to, you know, edit out anything stupid I say or, or, or <laughs> to, to at least try to make me look good. So the it last is hard time episodes, work, Bobby, it is hard work making yeah, you look smart. You, you could have been making me look bad. Um, and I have no idea, but for whatever reason, I decided to listen to this one and, to be honest with you, I had a bit of a hard time with it. And I want to make this clear. This podcast that we're doing right now is not scripted. We didn't do any show notes or prep for this. No, no. I think, I think this was just me calling you up and complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, 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 you always are, you're a good dear friend. You appease my complaints, which <laughs> I appreciate. Um, I feel in talking about the narrative, it was positive and it was, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for, Joe? Inspiring even. Yes, yeah. And and people can go out and do this 30 days of positivity and that's all great. But one thing I kept thinking, well, I found myself yelling at you and me through my speaker in my car this morning, uh, listening to the podcast, like just shut the fuck up and stop complaining. Right. I mean, and that's so, that, that's like, that's the, the punchline from that podcast, right? Yes. But I, I felt like we were too soft on people, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm getting at. And, and so you guys know how this came together. Uh, I called you this morning, Joe, and said, we have to do another podcast yeah. right now because mm-hmm. I feel we were too nice. Yeah. So I, and, drank, and, uh, I drank a whole pot of coffee and we're good. ready to rock. Let's do this. You're angry. So, <laughs> so here's the deal. And, and, and Joe, it'd be interesting because we haven't talked about this. Uh, this will give people a little behind the scenes into how we plan these podcasts. Right. But I'd be interested to know your perspective because I find sometimes I edit my voice to be kind or caring instead of saying exactly what I want to say. Yeah, I, but I think that's human nature too, right? Because we're we're trying to we're we're coming from a place of love, right? We're trying to help people, and yep. you don't want to like rub people's faces and their faults. And I think it, it, you and I both know this as trainers and anybody out there who does training. If you go to your client and you tell them the reason they can't get pull-ups is because they're too fat, that doesn't really help them. No, that is true. You know, so and- yeah, you have to find the ways to kind of word things where, and I don't know, maybe this is too Minnesota nice, but you, you sort of have to beat around the bush a little bit until you kind of find that sweet spot. And it, it's a real art 
to be able to point somebody's flaw out, or rather to have them recognize their fault without having to point it out. Yes. The other thing, and on that on that note, we have set our goal is to help people. Yes. So sometimes I feel that in life, I do think you need to edit your voice to get the best result. Mm-hmm. But all that said, I was still angry this morning listening to our complaints podcast because it just makes me so mad when people complain. And I don't think I'm alone in that. Even people who complain a lot hate when other people complain to them. Hey, they even complain like, about it. That's exactly it. It's not a good look. No. Right? So we had a whole talk. And in case you are just new to us, which happens, um, mm-hmm. and hopefully will continue to happen as we get new episodes. Uh, if you're new to us, the last week, we talked about the idea of changing a narrative. So when life slaps you in the face with an event, you have two choices of how you want to look at it. You can look at it from a positive account, I guess, or a positive point of view. Mm-hmm. You can look at it from a negative point of view. And we kind of led into people making complaints. And and so, again, listening to it this morning, I just want to say stop fucking complaining. Yeah. So I'm going to rant if that's okay with you, Joe. Oh, I'm all about it. I am sick and tired of people complaining about all kinds of shit. And I read something on somebody's Instagram. I don't even remember where it was, but they I loved how they put it. Mondays don't suck. Your genetics don't suck. Your workout partner doesn't suck. Your diet doesn't suck. You suck. And your negative <laughs> shitty attitude. Yeah. I really I really resonated with that because that's 100% true. Yeah, yeah. The issue's not all of these things that you you can come up with and complaints at that point they sound a lot like excuses to me. Yeah, I think they're really closely related. A lot of the times when people are complaining, there's a reason behind the complaint. You know, they're looking for something. I think most of the time they're looking for some kind of attention or some kind of affirmation. You know, that's that whole uh, post on Instagram, like, you know, post a, a cute picture and then be like, I don't know, maybe I'm not that cute. And you're just fishing for compliments. There's like part of that kind of thing. Um, when people are like, oh, my workout partner sucks. It's like, well, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish by even saying that? Like, what's the real thing? Like, you're trying to take the blame off your shoulders that you haven't been able to get your own, your results. You know, you haven't been able to do the work yourself. So I think there's always, there's something behind it. And again, it's that thing that, that people are trying to say without saying something. That for sure. Um, and I, I I think what you're getting at is there's some deeper rooted problem. Yes. Right. Like, like, a, like, a can we call it a blanket unhappiness mm-hmm. or like a, a, a blanket, uh, I, I don't know if this word applies, but like a malfeasance with life. Yeah. Like yeah. you just are an unhappy person and complaining is uh, not, I guess, the the cause. It's more of the symptom, right? Yeah. Complaining can also make you unhappy because I think at some point you start to believe your own shit. Yes. Like we talk about this from a, from a green dots perspective or a positive self-talk uh, perspective. You can talk yourself into a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You can make yourself feel positive by speaking positively. Yeah. I can't imagine it doesn't work in reverse. Like the more negative you speak, the more negative you're going to become. Well, I've said it before. I think our default position is like fat, lazy, and stupid, right? If you do nothing, if you make no effort, that's where you're going to end up. And nobody has a plan to go there. You've said that before. And so I think if you don't do anything, if you don't actually make an effort, then all you're going to see is the negative. Right. All that's you're going to do sure. is complain. All you're going to do is kind of spiral out. And if that's the habits that you're forming, it's it's kind of that self-fulfilling cycle of just unhappiness. 
Well, and, and then I think I think in terms of the self-fulfilling prophecy, I also think you put yourself in a hole because people don't want to hear you anymore. Right. Yeah. Like you, I think, you sort I think of alienate people, yourself, right? You cut everyone off with your annoyingness. Well, we talk a lot on the phone. Mm-hmm. And and we laugh and we share stories about our families and we, we do this podcast together. Uh, I find it refreshing to talk to you. Yeah. If if you complained all the time, I don't know if you'd be the first number I dial. Right. Yeah. Because I don't really want to hear that when I'm on the way to the gym for a good workout, when mm-hmm. I just had a great time with my wife, when I have a story about my kid and then you're on the other line complaining about everything. Yeah. Like yeah. I just don't know if I want to hear that or I want to be around it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if I'm really proud about the podcast and I call you up and Joe, I'm so excited we got 400 downloads or a thousand downloads or a million downloads because right. complaining, I don't think it's it's a it's a, an objective term either. I think it's subjective um, and I think it can be all relative. Mm hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like one man's, uh, what, what's, what's the, what's the phrase? One man's, uh, garbage is another man's treasure, right. if you will. Uh, or, or maybe it's the opposite of that. But, um, you know, we could get, someone could get 500 downloads. It could be the best day of their life. Yeah. Yeah. You and I could be like canceling the podcast and signing the, the, the doom alarm. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like the, <laughs> like we're finished, we're done, we're washed up. Um, and I've experienced that where, where my perspective on something is completely different than another person's. Yeah. Uh, but when it, when it comes to, I guess, the complaining, if you did complain all the time, I just wouldn't want to hear it because mm-hmm. no one likes when their parade's getting rained on. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that one jackass in the group. And, and I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast with you or this was just something we were talking about on the phone. <laughs> There's always that one jackass in the group that's got to be negative about something. Yes. The contrarian. Yep. The, well, I hated that last Game of Thrones episode. Uh-huh. Why did you hate it? Well, I just I just hated it. Can yeah, this, you articulate this, to this, me why? This was, was there a – I was going to say this was huge with the last Star Wars movie, right? Yes. Like all these guys who are hardcore Star Wars fans and now all of a sudden they're all over Twitter talking about how the franchise is dead and this yep. is the worst movie ever. Like settle down, guys. Like are, seriously. Are, on that note, are we allowed to talk about Avengers spoilers yet? You know, I think so. You know, has it been out long enough that we're not going to fuck it, this up for anybody? It, 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 by the time this is posted, it will have been out over a week. If you don't know what happens, <laughs> that's on you. Okay. If you, yeah, you think I'll tell you what. One of my most annoying complaints is when people complain about spoilers online. Let's just go right into that. If you don't want spoilers online, don't go online. That's the well, only yes. answer, okay? <laughs> I, I agree with you a hundred percent. This is what happens, by the way, when we don't have a outline. We go all over the place, which I think is good. But okay, so here's the deal, and I want to talk about Game of Thrones, but I know Joe, you haven't watched, so I won't spoil. I, I, but I know what happens because I'm not that concerned about spoilers okay. online. Okay, fair enough. So uh, Kit Harrington, I think, is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays Jon Snow. And he came out with a quote, and I want to look this up, that he didn't give a fuck, and I quote that, what people thought about the last season of Game of Thrones because they worked hard on it. Yeah. And I love it because there's no way to please everybody. Oh, not at all. Um, In the last episode, not enough people died, I guess. So now there's all these complaints online how Game of Thrones has gotten soft. Mm -hmm. But those same people, if their favorite person would have died, they would have complained about that too. Yes. Like yeah. I think when people get invested in something, there's no way to make them happy. 
Well, take it take sure. it back to the Star Wars example, right? So the yeah. the first, I guess, new Star Wars episode, which is what I don't even know, episode nine. What was it on? Four, five, six, I, episode seven. I, okay, I don't know. They're all numbered <laughs> ass backwards, right? So I, right? I, it was episode seven, right? Because you had the three prequels, you had the three original trilogy, and then the new one came out, and it was kind of like a remake of the original Star Wars episode yep. four. Okay, and a bunch of people were really complaining about it, and the point that that was in my mind was if all these people had these great ideas about what was supposed to happen in this movie, they had these great stories, they had these great ideas, but none of them put forth the money, none of them put forth the effort, none of them wrote a screenplay about it. So somebody finally did, and they're like, but that's not what I would have written. And they're complaining about how the imaginary story in their mind doesn't line up with the reality of what the people who had the money and the production equipment and the, you know, good spot to get it done actually did. Like, if you thought your idea was so much better, why didn't you work on it? Why didn't you make a thing out of it? Oh, you didn't. So you don't get to complain anymore. Well, and there is a thing I think big in today's society, and this actually ties in well with with complaining, is – I get if you're a professional critic and you're mm-hmm. paid to do it. Yeah. But there's also come a point where no one can just celebrate the good anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It like like critic has literally come to mean complainer, criticize, put down, negative. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you heard a review uh, apart from the ones the movie puts out as part of their sales pitch, yeah, which which are always BS, by the way. Which are always BS, <laughs> but this was just a great movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I loved the ending. Um, I was Googling while we were talking about Kit Harrington. So uh, it, 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 it's, this article says didn't like all those circles, the tease of Cersei being pregnant, the out of nowhere inclusion of elephants. Kit Harrington doesn't give a shit about your negative Game of Thrones <laughs> energy. So don't even think about wasting your time brainstorming a dumb tweet that'll get like 15 retweets. And yeah. that kills me whoever wrote this article <laughs> because the person complaining really is only going to get 15 retweets because they yes. don't have any followers yeah. uh, or worse write a negative review because Jon Snow himself is quite proud at how he and his fellow Game of Thrones castmates managed to survive a brutal filming schedule for the show's final season um, in a self-described defiant mood uh, so much so that he wants to have a word with critics who may err on positive vibes in their pieces he says, I think no matter what anyone thinks about the season, and I don't mean to sound mean about critics here, but whatever critic spends half an hour writing about the season and makes their negative judgment on it, in my head, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. And we know right? where he stands. And he goes on. He's like, a lot of people spent sleepless nights working on this. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were in the cold. Mm-hmm. This wasn't fun to film. Right. Yeah. So if you feel let down by it again, he doubles down. I don't give a fuck. That's how I feel. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. But but that's a good example because no one can just watch the show and enjoy it. Yeah. Right. I, I shouldn't say no one. The constant complainer, that guy in the group who's got to hate on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Who's you live know, who tweeting just, his his viewing experience for everyone. That's exactly. To, yeah. And isn't really invested in it either. Right. Right. Just has to hate something for the sake of hating it. Yeah, yeah. So it got me thinking, and one of the questions I had asked you, and and I think you've done some research on this in the in the couple of hours that have gone by. Mm-hmm. What are the most common complaints that people have? Let's just let's just start with the easy ones. Um, 
I hate my job. Okay, so I want to break that down. I want to break these down one by one. Mm-hmm. I want to ask somebody, and this is common when people say they hate something. Do you actually understand what the word hate means? Hatred's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So when someone says they hate their job, what do they mean? If you hated it, why are you going every day? See, that's what I wonder, right? Like, what what is it about your job that keeps drawing you back if you absolutely hate it? Why not do something that you like? Yeah, so definition of hate, intense hostility and aversion, usually deriving from fear, anger, or sense of injury. Yeah, I wouldn't go Extreme to that job Extreme dislike <laughs> or disgust, apathy, loathing. Huh. That seems really strong to me. So when you say you hate it, do you hate the whole thing? Is is there because you'd think if you hated something, you wouldn't be involved with it anymore. Yeah, I know I wouldn't. Now I get that there can be complaints about individual aspects of your job. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of work to edit this podcast. Yeah. If you could hand this thing off or someone could download it or whatever happens, mm-hmm. um, I, I suppose that would be great. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't think I don't think you like editing for two hours or three hours or whatever it takes. I, so, um, so so here's the thing. This is what I went to school for. Right. Yep. Like my degree is in media production. I actually enjoy this. So it works out. OK, fair enough. But if you didn't, there, that would be one thing about it that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. But you like that your Instagram following is growing. Yeah. You like that you've been able to connect with all kinds of good people. Mm hmm. You like the compliments you get on the podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. So how can you just say, I hate the podcast? Yeah. And I think that's what people do. They just blanketly make that statement. That's one that drives me nuts. Yeah. And while thinking about that, that level of hostility, right? You know, okay, so maybe I don't hate my job, right? Maybe I actually kind of like the building that I work in. Maybe I like some of the people I work with. But, you know, my boss is a jerk. And that's another really common one. Yep. And I, and I always wonder, is he really just a jerk? Is he actually go back in his office and sit down and just try to think of ways to just screw with your day? Or, I yeah. mean, maybe he's under pressure from above to try to get a bunch of people to do things that they're not really inclined to do. And it puts him in kind of an awkward position when it comes to personal relationships. Yeah, I mean, it sucks being the boss at times, you know, uh, especially when you know that your decision's not going to be taken well by everybody. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we go through this in business. Sometimes we have to make a decision and you got to compromise. So that sounds like a common complaint. A good good compromise leaves nobody satisfied. (laughs) That is true. That's when you know the negotiation went well, when nobody's satisfied, (laughs) but you, you made a good point the other day, the difference between I have to go to work and I get to go to work. Yeah. So if you hate your job so much, why don't you get a new job? Mm -hmm. Why don't you quit? How are you going to feel when you show up at work the next day and they lay you off, if you hated it so much, you should be happy. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not. You'll be pissed. You'll be angry. You'll be upset. Mm-hmm. What's the next one? Weather. Weather. That's what I hear all the time. And I feel like you can't win with this. If it's sunny too much, people complain because their grass is dying. Mm-hmm. Their water bill is expensive. Uh, it's too hot. If it rains for, I guess, longer than 10 minutes, they're pissed about their plants. So I'm in, I'm in the great state of Minnesota. And okay. the first snow of the year, oh, people forget how to drive in the snow. Yep. Everybody will say that. 
so then uh you know the first snow will come along everybody's like oh it's so beautiful i love i love minnesota in the winter and then the second snow comes along and they're like okay i'm done with it i'm so ready for spring i'm so sick of the snow i have to shovel this crap up every day it's funny. Meanwhile, Jojo, your daughter is just excited to go out build like snow castles. Yeah, we're sledding down snowball. our driveway. It's amazing. <laughs> right. Having fun. So we got the weather. What's yep. next? Uh, flying. Going to the airport. I'm confused. Is there any other uh, d- d- uh, information or does it just say it's flying? It just says flying. But I'm going to assume because I do hear this all the time. Nobody enjoys flying. It's not a pleasant experience for people. And so if you Great find state. out you have to fly somewhere, you guys start complaining okay. about it. So now I'm starting to get angry. This is what I was looking for. Stay <laughs> in your fucking house. Don't go on a fucking vacation. Yeah. Don't buy a plane ticket. I mean, I, the last I checked, no one's ever put a gun to my head and said, you have to fly. Mm-hmm. So don't go somewhere. But, but, but I have to stand in line for like, oh, I don't know, an hour to get through security, and then I got to wait for the plane, and then the lady there is just like all business, and she's not even nice, and then you have to sit on the plane for twenty minutes, and then oh, then there's a delay, and then I got to sit on the plane. You guys, this is what this is what flying is. Do you want to die right. in a fiery crash? Like, yeah. Well, again, <laughs> don't go on a fucking vacation, right? Like, if this is so damn stressful for you, going to the airport because you're going on a vacation, don't go. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just stay home? Because, again, nobody put a gun to your head and made you buy that plane ticket. Yes. Now, I'm sure because complainers love to put their little hand up with the I'm special, unique snowflake situation. (laughs) Well, I have to fly to work. You don't. You can get many other jobs that don't require you to fly. Mm -hmm. If your job involves travel and you don't like traveling, get a job that has you at home. Oh, and that moves us on to traffic. Okay. Big one. Oh, I hate being stuck in traffic. Like, All okay, right. find another route. Uh, how about you leave early to work? Oh God, what a concept, huh? That what? A, so let's say, uh, at least you know, from my perspective, traffic gets really bad in Salt Lake on I-15, and really bad's a relative term mm-hmm. because it's nothing compared to Toronto or Chicago or L.A. or New York. Let's right. be very clear about that. I am damn lucky to live in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. But it can really slow down at 8 o'clock in the morning. So if I'm going to work, I don't leave at 8. I leave at 7.30. Leave a half hour early. Leave yeah. a half hour late. It's not that difficult. Well, when, I mean, uh, when, when you think about other things that people complain about, like, ah, it's just, I don't have time to blank, to read a book, to sit quietly. It's like, well, okay, leave for work a half hour early. Find a coffee shop within walking distance. There you yeah. go. And then sit and read your fucking book. Yeah. I'm going to swear a lot this episode when I get angry, I swear. So I apologize. If you have kids around, maybe they shouldn't listen or maybe they should because it would be a good lesson for them uh, to get to get through their head. Um, so just try to edit it or tell them that, 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 that Bobby. We, we do likes. have a uh, explicit content warning on this podcast. Yeah, we do. Yes. So if you listen – so again, complaining. If you're complaining about the swears in this podcast, don't shut it off. There was an E warning on it. Don't listen to it with children. It says explicit. It was pretty clear. Don't be one of these idiots to take your kids to see Deadpool. Oh, my and God. Yeah. I foul that Marvel screwed you. It was yeah. rated R. What did you expect? <laughs> uh, although although I do I do feel bad, Joe, for the parents. And I may have been a victim of this. 
wow, Sausage Party looks like a really fun movie for kids. <laughs> this is like Pixar or something. Beanie's going to love this. Beanie is my 10-year-old. This is like three years ago. He loves hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> a few minutes into that movie, I realized I'd made a horrible mistake. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but but back to the back to the traffic thing. I love your point about the person who complains about being stuck in traffic will also complain about not having time to read their favorite book, but they won't leave early to make that happen. Yeah. Or they won't leave late. Yeah. So find a solution. Yep. Uh when I was a cop in Toronto, when I worked the day shift, if I left at five o'clock at night when my day shift, this is assuming I had no overtime. But if I left at five, I didn't get home till seven. If I hung out, went to uh, the bookstore, went to the grocery store, uh, lifted weights, went for a walk, whatever, and left at 6.30 at night, guess mm-hmm. what time I got home, Joe? Seven. Seven o'clock. I just saved myself an hour and a half. Yeah. So I got two things. I can sit in traffic and complain or I can amuse myself. Yeah. Uh, another one. Mondays. Why the fuck do you hate Monday? <laughs> what did Monday ever do to you? Well, well, that, that yeah, but on a, on a more uh, metaphysical level, I guess, or or psychological level, if you hate Monday so much, you must really hate your life. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like you must dislike your job. You must dislike the people at it. I don't know about you. I look forward to Monday. Yeah. Oh, I do. I, I'm eager. I'm eager. I go to bed early on Sunday because I'm just eager for Monday. I'm excited to get my week started. Usually you and I will record a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which I enjoy. Uh, it's my favorite workout day of the week because mm-hmm. it's chest and arms. Uh, I like feeling productive. I love Mondays. I can't imagine living in a world where you live for the weekend yeah. and the rest of your life is just drudgery and misery. Well, in my mind it's like I've got 5 days a week to really work on the things that I feel like I was put on this planet to do and the yep. weekend to kind of rest in it, right? And would yes. you trade that to have 2 days of fun and then have to grind like a slave for 5 days? That doesn't sound as enticing to me. No, not at all. But then what happens to why don't people hate Tuesday or Wednesday? You'd think if you hated your life and your job and you were miserable, it would get worse every day. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like what, 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 what's, what's going on? Now, I do get Friday. You're happy to be off the weekend. Mm-hmm. But for me, I actually feel different about it because I don't get to see my friends at the gym. Yeah. Right? Because like, they're not there on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't feel that way at all. I guess I just love what I do. Yeah, that is what one, else? Of the, one of the tricks of living a happy life. Yes. Um, oh, this one. This is. I, I hear of this one. Um, <laughs> I know you're probably guilty of this, Bobby. But why do you got to keep leaving that toilet seat up? That. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I can't. I. That is really a complaint on this list. Yes, it is. Where did you get this list? It's compiled from a bunch of different lists. I just threw them all together. Okay. I only had a couple hours to prepare, so geez. Okay. I uh, <laughs> I want to skip over this one because I feel like it's a joke. Like if that's the worst thing you have to deal with in your life, you're doing pretty well. I, I got an idea. Put the toilet seat down and carry on with your business. <laughs> you don't yeah. need to lecture anybody about it. Just look before you leap, okay? 
like I so so I, I don't know how to word this without being sexist, and I certainly don't want to engage in any toxic masculinity. <laughs> and and I'll be very very clear about this. You can make fun of me about this, Joe. Uh, people on the internet, feel free to comment on it. I just sit down to pee. That's one it just solution. Makes less of a mess, mm-hmm. right? Like I I would rather. See, and you kill two birds with one stone. One, I don't get in trouble for leaving the toilet seat up. Uh-huh. But two, I don't get in even more trouble for peeing all over the floor. Right. So I just sit down to pee. It just makes it easy. And then I'm, I'm just done. So you're, but you're, you're well-trained. I am well-trained. <laughs> uh, and, and I want to say this. Lisa's never complained, therefore, for me leaving the toilet seat up. But I have so many questions about this. You don't look at the toilet seat before you hop on? Apparently not. Just sit and fall into a hole. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number two. Why don't you leave the toilet seat up for me? That's yeah. I've always wondered like, that when I've heard that if, complaint. If you're mad that I didn't put it down, why didn't you just leave it up? Mm-hmm. That would seem fair. And maybe that's uh, the fix. If somebody starts complaining about it being down, you start complaining about it being up. Yeah, it's like just hey, as ridiculous. I, I, I want to let you know I went in there and I peed all over the seat. <laughs> what the fuck's going up? So now you got a mess to clean up. <laughs> yeah, you got a mess to clean up. Like, I, I just, but, but again, I guess if that's that, like, I mean, if that's that high up on the complaint. So now I want to hear what else, else is on this list. What comes like beneath that? So we've got All traffic. Right. I get it. We've got yep. weather. They okay. seem pretty trivial. Joe, are, is there anything on this list with like cancer or heart attacks no. or deaths in the family or failing school? Like, is there no, anything no, legitimate? Nobody complains about that stuff. You know what they love to complain about? Uh, Nickelback, Justin Bieber, Twilight, and Miley Cyrus. Okay, these are on this list? They're on the list. All right. So I, I do feel um, – and, and I, hope, I hope my friends with Nickelback are listening – um, because I am, I am a Nickelback fan. I'm not going to lie. As a Canadian, it's kind of written into our constitution that we have to like them. So please don't judge. I guess, Joe, my question is Nickelback is literally one of the most successful commercial bands ever. They've sold 50 million albums in the United States alone. Mm-hmm. That means one out of five Americans owns a full Nickelback album. Why do so many people hate them? It's just like, a hip thing to do. It's, I a guess, sa- it's the same thing with Bieber, right? You probably like the dude is like quadruple album. platinum. Somebody's buying his albums. So I guess if you hate Nickelback, and I guess if, uh, but again, back to the thing: if Nickelback's the worst thing in your life, you're doing pretty good. I would think. Are there any yeah. more legitimate complaints uh, on this list? It's one I hear a lot: uh, kids these days. Kids these days. Yeah. Because when you were a kid, you were perfect. Yeah. Right. Like oh, I feel I, like it, it, it's like the whole thing now. The baby boomers are constantly complaining about how the millennials are ruining this, that, and the other thing. The millennials yep. are just a bunch of socialists who are trying to get everything for free. It goes yep. back and forth. Okay, so there's, there's something always wrong with the new generation, and and I don't think that's changed. Like that that perception has existed forever. Uh, there's a an old book called the Hagakure. It's a Japanese book, and it's basically a uh, obviously a translation. Um, of a diary that was kept by an old samurai master. And by old, I don't mean old as in like back in the time, but like even at the time he wrote the book, he was older. 
and he hey. would write about how the young samurai have no respect and they walk around with their hands in their pockets all the time and what a disgrace that is and i remember reading that passage of it and saying like yeah some things just never change you're yeah. always complaining about the, the new generation and how disrespectful they are okay what else do we have uh men are pigs oh like toxic masculinity there pigs. you go find different men yeah, who are you hanging? Like, who are you trying to attract? If that's all that you're attracting, if you're surrounded by a bunch of people that are are swine in their behavior, like, what vibes are you putting out? Well, this goes back to I read an article, and I wish I could reference it because I read it in passing on Facebook, and it was something to the effect of. If you're a nice guy, you might be pushing women away with these behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to look it up because it's important. But my my point with this whole thing is uh, how do I word this without – see, now I'm stumbling because I'm trying not – I'm trying to be politically correct. Mm-hmm. But I feel there's a lot of girls out there that have dated shitheads oh, yeah. and all they do – is cry. And I want to be clear, ladies, if you're listening, this goes for my guy friends too, mm-hmm. who dated just a rotten girl and just complain about all the rotten girls they get involved with. Mm-hmm. And then when a nice guy or a nice girl comes along, y'all want nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. I have a really hard time at that point feeling sorry for people. Well, and then so it, why not just get a new boyfriend? Or like, like again, it, no who, who are you trying to attract? Right. Yes. And like, maybe go for that. If you're trying to attract a pig, then you do the things that pigs like. Well, that's you know? exactly like, and and if you're like, well, I don't want to have to like, you know, go to church and find a guy who's like got his life together and maybe has a nice job and and good benefits and maybe already has a house paid for. Like, why, you know, that's boring. Well, okay, then don't complain because the yeah. alternative is the opposite of that. Like, you get what you get. Yeah, exactly. Why do you put up with this type of behavior? The other thing, and I firmly believe this, if you don't stand up to somebody's shitty behavior, you have no right to complain about it. The, the, the guy at work who always says rude things to you, that's your fault. You've allowed that to happen because you can shut that down. Yeah. The girl who treats you really bad, you know, if you're a guy, you're dating her. You've allowed that to happen because you keep seeing her. All right. What else do we have? Well, this one isn't on the list, but I'm going to bring it up. My shoes. I'm tired of having crummy shoes that don't fit. Or I should say, I used to be tired about that, but now I've got myself some Lalo Maximus grinders, which are available at www.lalo.com. And uh, I think if you're complaining about your footwear, it's probably the first place that you should look. And and we've uh, we've got a code for that somewhere, don't we, Bobby? Yes, Maximus 20, and you completely just fucked up my whole flow. <laughs> I, I really thought shoes was on the list, and I was just going to be so clever and, like, drop Lalo as our sponsor, and then you started talking about it, and I'm like, was this all a plan? <laughs> this, whole, this whole thing leading up to this it was all just a big setup. <laughs> all right. I like it. You can – I guess – but but people do complain. It's funny you say that. People do complain about their shoes. Oh, yeah. A, why did you buy them? Mm-hmm. B, why are you still wearing them six months later? Right. Because you're still complaining about yeah, it's, them. It's more fun to complain about things than it is to fix them. Yep. What else do we have? 
Uh, what else is on here? Everything is so expensive. All right. Uh, a, I, I mean, I, I feel like because we're getting repetitive, maybe. I'm not sure. Well, I but feel that, like to, let, let me stop you right there because I do think that complaining is that by its nature. Repetitive? Right? Okay. Yeah, because you're basically complaining about the same, I don't know, four things in just different ways constantly. You know, I and break it down to like maybe some kind of internal level. Like I'm, I'm upset because I'm not uh, validated enough. You know, I'm upset because I'm not given enough stuff, enough attention. Like it's usually kind of a self-serving thing that leads to this. You know, my boss is a jerk is a way of saying I don't feel valued. Every complaint has kind of something behind it where you're 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 trying to get attention. You're trying to make a conversation. You're trying to make a connection with somebody. Um, that there's some motive behind the complaining, whether you realize it or not. And so, yeah, I do think even this list of, I don't know, what did I pull, like 40 different things together? A lot of them sound the same, even as I'm just looking at them on the, on the sheet, because they are. I mean, they really are. Well, start rattling some of those off. So here, I'll just, I'll, I'll run through some ones we, we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, I have a headache. My stomach hurts. I'm hungry. Uh, the weather sucks. I'm stressed. People have no manners. Chivalry is dead. All the good men are taken. Uh, she is such a bitch. I'm so fat. Uh, I hate him. I hate her. <laughs> I'm tired, exhausted. I didn't get enough sleep. It's too hot, too cold. I'm freezing. Uh, this Wi-Fi is slow. Probably free, but it's too slow. Uh, yes. I have to wait in the, in the drive-thru. Uh, I can't believe I have to work 40 hours a week. Uh, Facebook statuses. This one, I actually hear this one quite a bit. People complaining about what other people post on Facebook. Okay, I, I need to stop. So there's a bunch of stuff there that I'm going to say is a blanket that you mm. don't need in your life. You don't need a Facebook account. Nope. Get off Facebook. Or just don't un- like what un- I post un- on Instagram. follow people. You don't, don't have to. Don't follow me. It's yeah. every Instagrammer and Facebooker's basic right to unfollow or unfriend somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't follow them. If you can't stand it, why are you letting it bother you so much? So it sounds to me like a lot of these complaints are just generalized things. I think what we're getting at is people just love to complain. Yeah, they're just looking. It's like at, a and I mean, here's a, here, here's a list. Take it take it with you to work. And when you sit down in the break room and somebody else walks in, just start at number one, and that's your whole work conversation that day because that's what people like to do at work. They like to complain. You know what I really liked? I really liked. Uh, what we did with the 30 days of positivity. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should have like the list of negativity. So make a list or Google a list of top complaints in the world and carry around the list. And that every time someone complains, pull out the list and cross Ooh. it off. We should do complaint bingo. We could yes. make, make sheets like, with like you know, rows. Then you're, then yeah, you're sitting one. in the break room and somebody says like, oh, my boss is such a jerk. And you're like, bingo. Yeah, I wonder how people would react to that. Like if you if you did that or like in my example, you pull out a list and cross up. Uh-huh. Like, what are you doing? Well, I, I made a list of like the top things people complain about constantly. And, and you just said it. You knocked one off my list. Yeah. I wonder how they respond. I bet, I bet that wouldn't go very well. <laughs> oh, they'd be complaining about your list. You know, um, yeah. uh, d- don't try this on your spouse. <laughs> yeah, please. I made a list of shit you complain about. Today's and, episode sponsored by divorce attorneys. <laughs> yeah, I got to cross one off the list. Um, but but it does. Okay, so bigger picture now. We've talked a lot about things people complain, and honestly, Joe, I feel like many of these things are relatively trivial. Yeah, yeah. Would that be fair? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
I do, I do get the complaints about health, mm-hmm. right? Like if you have cancer, yeah, complaint cancer sucks. Yeah. And well, you're, sometimes, you're, sometimes you're just carrying a lot of that around. You just, you need to vent. You just need yeah. to let it out and, and put words to it. Absolutely. I, I get that your dad has a heart attack and dies and you're upset. Yeah. Okay. I, I get that a member in your family is an alcoholic and, and that's hard for you and, mm-hmm. and you want to talk through it. Great. But it seems to me now that we think about it, a lot of the shit people complain about is absurd. Yeah, absolutely. Absurd. Right. Like the weather, the traffic, leaving the toilet seat up. That's my favorite from this whole episode. <laughs> um, complaining about kids these days. Uh, money's another one. When it comes to complaining, I, I think the problem that I have, and I think the reason I was so mad about the podcast this morning, is that I do understand if you're negative or you're complaining about living in a one-bedroom apartment with six kids, uh, mm-hmm. and you got to duck bullets when you cross the road. Yeah, that sucks. There are a lot of people in this country that live like that, and that's harsh. Yeah. I get how you could complain or how you could feel negative when you can't afford real milk and you have to feed your kids powdered milk. Mm-hmm. When you can't afford literally good butter and you got to buy margarine. Yeah. I get it how bad it sucks when 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 your kid comes to you and says, hey, I want to play hockey or basketball or football and you have to look them in the eye and say, we can't afford that. Yeah. I get all that. I'm not trying to be harsh. But I feel like those aren't the people that are complaining. I feel like those people are some of the most grateful. I I feel that – I mean I guess what I have issue with is you live in a five-bedroom house in a nice part of town and you can go out for dinner once a week and you're complaining about money. Or you, you, know, can, you can afford a plane ticket and then you're complaining about having to stand in line to get on the plane. That's exactly it. Don't fly. Mm-hmm. Move. Like I almost want to take these people – and show them exactly how bad life can be. Yeah, yeah. Move them right, right, right into me, the, the seediest parts of the worst towns. Exactly. It seems to me a blanket problem with appreciation. Well, maybe maybe that's like the, the moral of this whole episode, right? Is to try to develop a sense of gratitude and appreciation for what you do have. And going back to the Maximus 30 and trying to keep keep with our 30 days of positivity, what's the spin on all of this? is that every time you have something to complain about, you also have an opportunity to be grateful for something. You just have to change it. I have to get up and go to work on Monday. No, no, you get yep. to get up and go to work on Monday, right? So, okay, let's, let's go over some things to recap this episode. Mm-hmm. One, people complain about all kinds of stupid stuff. Yes, and usually Fair? stupid stuff. Usually stupid stuff. People uh, are negative, and they get caught in these negative feedback loops of, yep. of constantly looking at stuff as a glass half empty. Complaining begets complaining. Yes. The more you complain, the more you do it. So how do we stop? Because well, really, Joe, I don't want to hear about it anymore. Right. Well, and, and I think we touched on this just a, a little bit ago. Uh, if you're constantly looking at the negative, then you're sort of conditioning yourself to look at the negative. And if our default position is to be that way and you do nothing about it, that's just where you're going to be. And like you said, it's a negative feedback loop. So the first thing you have to do is you have to recognize that it exists and then just don't do it anymore. And yes, that's a lot easier said than done. But the more you complain, the more you're going to complain, the more you're going to focus and default to that negative side. So if you find yourself doing it, stop. 
And like I said uh, just a moment ago, maybe just reverse the language. And and even if it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, I get to go to work on Monday, that's a start. And that just mm-hmm. starts turning that wheel the other way. And so turn your complaints into something more positive so that you're not complaining. And I think if you are going to complain, you should be complaining for a reason, for an actual purpose, right? Okay. Like, file a complaint. I'm at work, and there's a particular procedure that I have to follow, and it really just bogs my day down. Go talk to your boss about it. I think that's a legit complaint. And maybe there's a reason it has to be that way. And you're like, okay, so, you know, I might not have the power to do anything about it. Or maybe it changes the whole thing. And then, hey, great. To what you're saying in that term for bigger picture stuff, don't complain if you're not willing to do something about it. Exactly. If you've got a complaint, you should have a solution. Yeah. So so let's go over life situations. If you constantly complain about your boyfriend or girlfriend, break up with them and get a new one. Mm Mm-hmm. If you constantly complain about your job, get a new job. Yeah. If you constantly complain about traffic, find a new route. There you go. If you constantly complain about flying, don't go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it, it sounds to me that's a big part of it because I think complaining for complaining's sake, and that's a really good point, is horseshit. Yes. Yeah. Be willing to do something about it. And we bring that back to the gym. I'm fat. I'm fat. I'm fat. Stop fucking eating. I, I hate to be insensitive, but stop eating or get your ass to the gym. Have you seen the clip on Mad TV, uh, Eat Less, Move More? Yes. Okay. So what I want everyone to do is go Google that shit. <laughs> Mad TV, Eat Less, Move More. Because it's funny. There's a there's a, there's an overweight person complaining about how fat they are. And the voice comes on and says they have a solution. And it's you have to eat less and move more. And the person then says, that's horribly confusing. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What do you mean? It's pretty easy. You eat less and move more. And then they're like, well, I can't just take a pill. (laughs) And the voice of the narrator is like, you'd rather take a pill with all kinds of nasty side effects than just eating less and moving more. Uh Uh-huh. It, it it makes me laugh, but go Google it. You'll have a good laugh. I can't do there it. There was another one. I, I should look this one up too. It was Richard Jennings had a whole thing about his exercise tape. And it wasn't a videotape. It was a piece of tape. So you'd put it over your mouth so that you would quit eating, you fat bastard. Oh, shit. I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like results are guaranteed because if you don't lose weight, you ate something. <laughs> but why are you complaining about being fat if you eat all the time? Like how about you just enjoy the food you're eating? Yeah. You learn to love your body. And right? if, if that's not going to work for you, then you have to change. Because I've got no problem with that. In fact, I had a, I had a friend once, Joe, um, who, who flat out asked me. It's like, why are you friends with me? I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I'm, I'm overweight. I don't exercise. Mm-hmm. I'm out of shape. Like, it doesn't bother you. It seems such an important part of your life. And I said, yeah, you don't complain about it. Like, you don't ask me questions and then not follow the advice. The, the last little bit of advice on, on getting out of that spiral is that you are who you hang around. And we talk about this in a positive sense of like, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I just just be more selective. If if you got that one friend in your group who's just constantly bringing you down, don't bring them around. You know, that negative person we talked about earlier. Yeah. The constant contrarian. So can we can we end this? Because I think we're getting close to an hour. Mm -hmm. Can we end this? Can we all make a pact with our listeners that we're just going to confront complainers? Yeah, and and not I, be I, like, nice. I like the, the, the complaint bingo idea. I, I like know, that. I want to know how that goes for people. But let, Me too. Maybe just a, a quicker, easier, simpler way to do this is to just confront it. Yeah, like can we just say stop complaining 
or my personal favorite, what would you like to do about this? I I don't want to fly. Well, what would you like to do about that? Well, nothing. Then don't complain. I hate my job. What I want – I paraphrase in a very condescending way. I think I heard you say you hated your job. It sounds to me you're unhappy. How would you like to change that situation? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like it's just – but how else are we supposed to deal with it yeah. other than calling people out? Well, and I'll tell you and this. Get- for, like, for my part, I just – I don't want it around. I, I, I've got enough going on in my life. You know, I've got enough things that I have to deal with on a day, day-to-day basis and, yeah. and I'm busy. Gosh, time flies because I'm busy. I'm working all the time trying to make stuff happen, working on this podcast, uh, uh, dealing with my, my training clients, my <laughs> classes. I, just, I don't have time to sit there and complain about this, that, and the other things. So just well, – I just walk away. I, just, I don't so want here's it. A- Here's a question for you on that. We live in a place that values free speech. Yes. You have the right to complain. Mm-hmm. Do I not by default have the right to not listen to it? Yes. Right? So you're complaining to me. I can say I don't want negativity in my airspace right now. Mm-hmm. Nice talking to you. I'll talk to you when you have something positive to say. I think that's fair. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all Mm-mm. because that's that's what really got me with the last podcast is like, well, what do I do when other people are around me doing this shit? Yeah, yeah. Because I really dislike it. And I oftentimes in my head think these things and I don't say them, right? Like I, I will fall back on being nice or not saying the thing. And usually what happens to me, Joe, is I don't say something I really want to say and then regret it later. Yeah, you're you're having that conversation in the shower where you're telling somebody what you really think. Yeah, I wish I would have <laughs> that person. Yeah. But it's true. I hate this gym. Don't come. We mm-hmm. don't need your membership. There are plenty of other gyms besides the Maximus Gym that you can go be a part of. I don't think you're a good trainer. Great. Go train with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't like your Instagram. Good. Click unfollow. I mean, my favorite on that note, and I get it a lot, is when people say, I'm going to unfollow you if you say that one more time. <laughs> this happens, Joe. Go unfollow me. Yeah. Okay. Or I really don't like your content. Then how are you seeing it? Exactly. Right. Why Why are you following? Why don't you just block me? Because blocking is not just about shutting people out. It's about not seeing content that you don't want to see. Oh, it's it's mean. Like, no, it's it's how you manage your feed. I just don't want to see stuff. And there's also a, a, a function on Instagram, by the way, where you can say, don't show me content like this. Yes. So if you see a content of a girl in a bikini and you don't like it, click the, the little button and it says, you know, show me less of this. You have the same controls on Facebook. And, and and people use Facebook as like a way to keep in touch with their high school buddies and and family. And they feel like they have to be friends with everybody. You don't have to unfriend. You can unfollow. Yes. So you don't have to see people's stuff. Yeah. You can stay friends and just never, ever see anything they post. That's fine. Yeah. But if you hate it so much, why are you searching it out? Why are you looking yes, for it? Exactly. Exactly. That's what really, 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 I think at the heart of it gets me. Yeah. Like the, it, it, it's almost like you're looking for complication. And, and frankly, I want to give it to you. It, it's very hard for me, Joe, to not. You've talked to me about this before. Mm-hmm. And, and I've talked to you through it. When someone makes a negative comment or complains, it's really hard to not fire back at them. It is really, really tempting to just go toe to toe. Well, it, yeah, I just wish more people would do it face to face. But I do love the Game of Thrones guy. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you think. That's such a good statement. but And I think it's such just a healthy attitude. He's like, we worked our asses off. I don't care what you think. I'm proud yeah, of the work it, I've it, done. That's it. And I feel like I feel like that's not uh, – how, how do I uh, word this, I guess? I, I don't feel that's directed at the person who's the true Game of Thrones fan that just loves it. 
Well, and I think if you are the Game of Thrones fan who loves it, and yeah, obviously, that's not directors. You kind of feel the same that he does. And the person who just started watching it because it came on the newsfeed one too many times now is going to tell you how it should be. Exactly. Yeah. Right. A person who's never read a Game of Thrones book, a person who has no clue that George Martin wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. A person who has no clue about what happened in season one or two. Yeah, but they read the spoilers from the Wikipedia article. That's right. So they're going to be up in arms. <laughs> this happened with Avengers, too. So many people were angry about it. I, I don't know what to think. Yeah. You really hate it that much? Did you go to the front of the movie theater and shake your fist and ask for your money back? <laughs> and like and, I said and, earlier, you, you had a different idea for it, but you didn't write the yeah. screenplay. You didn't re- go to Hollywood and raise the money and start making a film. Yeah, maybe you should have. Yeah, maybe like, your story again, is better, but we'll never know because you didn't ever do shit about it. Do something about it. Start a blog. Mm-hmm. Like if you really think you're better at it, how about you prove it? Yeah. And so that's that's the other thing is it's like, well, why don't you do something about it? Well, I don't want to. Okay. Okay, great. I don't have time for that. So you got a solution. Yeah, so just kind of recapping. Try to complain less. If you're yep. going to complain, have a solution. Spin it in a positive way so that all your complaining because becomes something useful. And yep. just don't hang around people who are chronic complainers. No. And if you want to confront them, do it direct. Yeah. I joke about being sarcastic, but that never works. No. Right? Like it doesn't work to put somebody down or make them angry. Ask them for a solution. I mean, really, Joe, it sounds like traffic's a problem for you. Do you have any other solutions? Uh, no. Okay. Well, well when you find one, it. let me know. Yeah. Planting that seed that, well, maybe there is a solution to your problem. You just have to figure it out. Maybe now, instead of just being upset all the time, they're actually like, yeah, you know, I I could maybe leave a little earlier. Wouldn't that be a great way to talk to your daughter? Yeah. I mean, on a a serious note, like a parenting thing, because that's very important to you. It's important to me. Mm -hmm. If she does have a complaint about something, rather than putting her down, not that you do that, Joe, rather than making light of her complaint or what's the word I'm looking for? Diminishing it maybe or nullifying it. How about you just ask her for a solution? Dad, I hate this shirt. Well, Jojo, it sounds like you really don't like your clothing. Do you have another solution? Yeah, I can go to the closet and get another shirt. Well, how about you do that? Like it's that simple. My my favorite, and we'll we'll end on this, is uh I'm bored. (laughs) No, you're not I don't know if you ever hear that from boring person. You know, I'll hear it (laughs) I'll hear it from uh, Landon sometimes, Beans, the 10-year-old. <laughs> dad, I'm bored. You're bored, really? You want me to give you something to do? <laughs> That's what my dad used to say. Like, I mean, I mean, really, but it might be better if I say, well, how do we solve that problem? Tell me how you could – and if he says nothing, okay, good, then be bored and walk away. Yeah. Or it opens up a dialogue for him to say, well, I suppose I could do my homework. Mm-hmm. Good. That sounds like a great idea. Like, yeah. I mean, just confront people. Yeah. But I do like the 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 non-aggressive confrontation of, well, how do you suggest we fix this? Well, and I think you could do that in a way that comes across as concerned. Yes. Wow, it sounds like that really upsets you. Like, what are some, some possible solutions? Instead of just like, yeah, yeah, you know, and then they're just going to continue spiraling because now now you've got somebody who's who's hearing you and now you're just going to do an emotional dump on them. Like, let's start working through this. You know, and they're like, well, I'm not looking for solutions. Well, okay, talk to me later. Bye. Exactly. So I think we're done. Yeah. So, so uh, we should say uh, say thank you to our other sponsor, NITOR. N-I-T-O-R-Performance.com. Code Maximus Podcast. Yes. The best, eat all the best of the protein. protein. Yes. And how far did you talk to our lawyers yet? Um. Uh, no. <laughs> 
how far can I take frivolous claims? <laughs> well, I think like, uh, it, it, maybe we just need to disclaim it, you know, somehow. Like these these statements have not been verified by the FDA. Yeah, I mean, because it's pretty clear to me that NIDOR will make you more jacked. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, It's true. always funny. People are like, well, what do I eat? I'm like, well, I would look at my pictures on Instagram and then you eat whatever I eat. Mm-hmm. That that seems pretty obvious to me. Or if Joe, I looked at you and said, wow, Joe, you made an incredible transformation. What have you been doing? Well, I do push-ups. I would be on the push-up train too. That seems pretty logical to me. Yeah. But can I tell people if they take NIDOR, they'll be happier with life? Can I tell them they'll complain 37.3 repeating, of course, percent less? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I believe that that's true. But I don't. I, we haven't actually done the math on that. So I mean, so as long as individual I believe, results may vary. Okay. So as long as I believe it's true, we're good. Because I feel like, and I know we're not supposed to bash people, Joe. But can I bash one person? Just one. Just one. I I watched a John uh, Oliver show. Mm-hmm. You ever see John Oliver on HBO? Yeah. Talk about Alex Jones. Oh. <laughs> That guy's too easy to pick on, though. What a fucking lunatic this guy is. (laughs) Like, like he he said they put stuff in the water that make frogs gay. Yep. And he believes Sandy Hook was a hoax. Mm -hmm. He sells these vitamins and promise all these things. Yeah. Like, I feel like, Joe, if he's allowed to say that stuff, shouldn't I be allowed to, like, sell sponsorship however I see? (laughs) Like, I feel like that seems pretty... um, pretty innocent at that point well i i don't know (laughs) again we'll have to talk to the lawyers okay fair (laughs) enough maybe we'll do a podcast on that lying and advertising (laughs) we'll just have a lawyer on the podcast and he can just hush you up a little bit no you shouldn't say that bobby nope actually you should be in the same room as me and just give me silent nods (laughs) just puts his hand over your mic it's just whisper 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 (laughs) all right it's been fun no plan ranting fun talk uh we're good don't fucking complain. We don't want to hear it. Cause you're the last of a dying